good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Thumbs up. All right, there we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Home Podcast, episode number sixty-nine. Yeah, the podcast of the Home episodes. Um, And I'm the Ted Smith, host of Sear Podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, in the bottom square, getting everything off, getting, off, getting his getting his audio on point. No video. Here's my name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Special holiday episode, boys. I'm decking the halls and drinking champagne. I've been to a couple Christmas parties already. Going loose, going limber. Let's go. <laughs> all right, back there getting the studio all set up. Uh, everything ready to rock. Matt, time with producer MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hi, Ted. Great to see you. It is. <laughs> I know you mean it, but it also sounds funny since we just get that nice little profile picture of Cobb there tonight. I know. It's great <laughs> to hear you, Cobb. That's his second burn on me thus far. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's funny, Cobb, you mentioned Christmas parties. We were at the uh, Soldiers of Destiny Christmas party on Friday. First of all, what a great time. Oh, yeah, dude, it's awesome. Like, big turnout and just, like, nice kind of intimate crew. I mean... People were just so warm there. You know, I forget how much love is in that club. That's exactly what I was going to say. And Joe was saying the same thing I saw him on Saturday. He's like, man, it's like, I forget how much I like all those guys individually, but seeing everybody together is just awesome. Yeah. And they, uh, the white elephant was fun too. Um, obviously, you know, those guys have a good, like a uh, sophomore sense of humor. So there were some pretty wild ones. I don't really remember what gifts you were involved with or not involved with, but. Yeah, there was some crazy stuff floating around. I know one guy brought a, a photo of himself in a bathing suit with a, um, a half-used bottle of lotion and some Kleenex So, to give people an idea. Yeah, remember I had the frog that's like Native American that I can't decide yet if that frog's offensive or not, but he's all like geared out. And it's been, it's been in this shop in my building at work for years. When I bought it, the lady was like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> I was buying it. Yeah. I just liked that it actually went around. People were trying to get it. I was like, all right, cool. And I've been to a few white elephants. That's the first time I've ever really had stuff taken. I was like, damn. I had like two yeah, of them. It doesn't feel good. Dude, I lost a lava lamp, man. I, I understand. Trust me, I feel your pain. Yeah. Well, and Matt, you'll like this. One of them was like a couple balls and a... uh and a t-shirt, but it was wrapped up to look like a giant penis. So I didn't miss a beat. I was like, I'm taking that penis. I'm not scared of what's inside. Like, I mean, worst case scenario was going to be a giant dildo, which I was fine with. Size queen. <laughs> but it was, it was actually like two balls and like a, like a shirt. So then that got stolen. So then there was a bag of dicks. And I was like, oh, I'm taking the bag of dicks. I'll be damned. That didn't get taken. Wow. For people not from here, just cheese a cheeseburger place local called Dicks. <laughs> Which, by the way, the Dicks on Capitol Hill is closed for its first remodel since like the '60s, oh. till like the spring. And I'm like, all right, I get what you're doing, Dicks. It probably needs a remodel, but like right before Christmas, I feel like this is prime season. Eat some burgers. Yeah, dude, and they and they're opening a new one in Bellevue, like to coincide, like at basically the same time. I think I think it opened today or yesterday. So now Eastside's got the burgers. Yeah, and look, I say that, right? Like, you can't, you can't close down around Christmas. But if they'd done it in the summertime, I'd be saying the same thing. This is primetime burger time. So yeah. it's like, or at the end, I'm going to be inconvenienced because I can't walk to Dick's for about four months. And I'm pissed. Well, yeah, and, and you live pretty close. And that's the thing. Like, if they did it in the spring, you'd be like, I'm trying to get my protein on. Or they did it in the fall, you're like, it's college football season. You can't do it during college football season. So, you know. I don't know. There's, there's never a great time. Certainly couldn't do it during summer. No, That's what I'm saying. Can't. There's no time they could do it where people like me wouldn't bitch. <laughs> yeah. And for people who don't know or haven't been there, that's probably their most popular location. And there is a five to 30 person deep line around the clock. Any hour they're open. The longest I've seen is probably 60 people. 
I've maybe seen one time in my whole life and I'm a regular customer where there was no one at the counter. It was like a Tuesday afternoon and it's freezing outside. I was going to say, like, I mean, I walk by it sometimes. They open at 1030. I'll walk by at like 1045 in the morning on a weekday. And there's there's people already lined up. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, for people who don't know, it's like a, a burger stand and it's like fully staffed. They got 15 people working in there going ham. Like, it's pretty impressive. It is, man. <clears throat> and then the other thing, too, is like around Christmas, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something like I don't know, most people listening know what Dick's is. And like, my, you know, everybody that comes in town, we always get like a Dick's burger. Like that's like one of my stops. Like if you're visiting, you got to get a Dick's burger. But right. It's just an old school drive in and it's just plain, simple and delicious. But I did it for Apple Cup. I bought like 15 burgers and like around Christmas, they're like, you have an order more than like can't remember what the limit was like 30 or 50 burgers it's like you got to pre-call us like you can't do that right now <laughs> dude the big the big rumor when i was growing up um was uh there was this family ted actually i'm being not being from the area you might not know them as this infamous family the tuyasa sopos you ever heard oh, yeah, that of course. okay yeah so they had uh the dad played in the nfl one of the brothers i believe was a fullback and then um the youngest male, I think, ended up playing for the Mariners, but he's a really good football player. So anyway, it's this family of giant Samoans. In fact, I think the dad might have been called the throwing Samoan. Not sure if that's the same family, but anyway. Um, yeah. And the, the sort of legend has it like one of this girl that I knew from my high school was in line behind the mom at Dick's growing up. And every burger there is like a dollar to maybe like two dollars fries or like, a, you know, dollar fifty, something like that. And they ordered $197 worth of food. And that made that rumor made its way through my entire high school. And they didn't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> the best I've ever done was years ago, I was at an after party uh, over on the east side, right? And the next morning we get up and like we're hanging out. And the dude that owns the house just gives ease like, all right, you guys hung out all night. You got you to go on a mission now. We're like, what's the mission? He just rips off a hundred and he goes, go to Dick's and get as many burgers as you can. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I mean, it was a proper after party. So people hadn't really eaten in hours. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Right. They were, they were hungry to say the least. Uh, let's see. Sticking with some local stuff. Also, uh, a girl named Ashley reached out to me. She's a bartender at Razzle's. Uh, sports bar there's everett and lake stevens basically they got hit by COVID. they're looking to get more customers in there it's a fun little spot i've been there so go in there tell ashley we uh we pimped it on uh, the podcast and you know get a beer get some food get you know get a burger yeah i was gonna say what kind of food do they do sell me on it i'm interested but i'm not blown away <laughs> i mean blow me away it's a sports bar. Pretty sure they have oh, chicken yeah. wings, nachos, burgers, probably some type of wrap, maybe a pasta dish. I don't know. I'm into all that. Dude, Ted, you know, it's funny actually talking about uh, last week we were talking about where we want our ashes sprinkled. Um, yeah. And I feel like if I was the one, you know, tasked with sprinkling you in all those uh, tailgate parking lots across the country, I feel like about a thimble of you would end up in Buckley's in Belltown. That feels right to me. That's not a terrible call, man. Actually, I gotta I gotta put in some work at at uh, at Buckley's uh, in a couple weeks coming up. Terps are kicking off for an eleven fifteen a.m. bowl game out here. So, oh damn! Well, yeah, <clears throat> maybe a little bit in like the urinal at Sluggers too. I don't know. Like just sprinkle you around all your hot spots. <laughs> yeah, right, Sluggers, right, Buckley's, like. R.I.P. to Bill. So, I mean, I still don't know if I have a hot spot up here. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, R.I.P. is right. With that said, I heard the uh, Korean fried chicken wing joint that went in there is good. But I don't know. It's just what I heard. Dude, everybody's been going off about Korean fried chicken. And I know Nashville hot chicken now is in Seattle, too. So I'm pumped for both of those. I mean, yeah, I mean, I told you I went to like a real authentic joint years ago and then Number one, it's just good. <clears throat> and I just like the culture of the KF of the Korean fried chicken. It's like just drink a lot of light shitty beer and eat chicken wings. Like, okay. Like twist. Yeah, I think that oh god. Yeah, I think that one brothers and sisters down on um 
shoot, what is that street called? Uh, in Inner Bay is like pretty well known now. And like they've had a huge line during the pandemic. I've driven by a couple of times. They do. And look, I won't lie to you. The Nashville hot, it's just too hot for my taste. I can't say what I want to say on the show because I'll just get bleeped. Well, Matt's going to bleep it anyhow. You put <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. just kidding. <laughs> That's the thing. At least the KFC joints, you can get like dry rubs or like mild and like sauce on the side. You go to a Nashville hot place. It's like, oh, no, it's hot. That's how we serve it. Yeah, it's going down. Wait, dude. So, Ted, okay, you're the perfect person to ask this. So, I'm not really that into spicy either. And honestly, like, I was just busting your chops. I don't really like crazy hot stuff. So, uh, this week I got an invite, though. And I feel like it's the invite you always wish, or like you never want to receive. Because I feel like I, I have to make a move. So, the invite was, are you familiar with that show on YouTube, Hot Wings? I mean, a uh, hot one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. So premise of the show is basically that there's what nine hot wings or something like that with increasingly hotter sauces and they're interviewing people and, and eating hot wings, but these are, you know, ex in, ex insanely hot wings. So one of my friends uh, hit me up today and he's like, Hey, uh, I bought all the sauces from that show. And on Friday we're going to do it. And now I feel like I'm scared to do it. I can't handle the crazy hot. But also, like, that's not an invite you can turn down. So I feel like it's the invite, like, nobody wants to receive. What do you think? I mean, I would, if, if I had got the invite, I probably would have gone and been like, I'm not participating. Like, this stuff is too hot. Well, it's but, this Friday, so I don't know. What's that? It's this Friday, so I haven't made it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, can you go and just not participate? Because I'm like, I, I just respect my asshole too much now. To have it on fire the next day. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm not necessarily the biggest ego guy, but I do feel like my pride would take a hit. And certainly my social standing. I mean, no question. That's <laughs> obvious. You're not wrong. I'm just like, ah, I, I'm past that point in my life. I can't, I'm not, I'm not messing around with that hot stuff anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you got invited on hot ones, you would do it, right? Well, for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of exposure. <laughs> <laughs> God, I would love to see a, that episode. You're talking about a private event at a home. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just, I would love to see that episode of you on that show, man. <laughs> well, here's, here's the issue. The other problem is I still like spicy food. I just don't like what it does to my insides the next day. Yeah, the next day is the, the hard part. I mean, you don't want to leave your bathroom wanting to wipe with a pint of ice cream. I get you, man. That's why I'm scared. I don't know what yeah. to do. <laughs> Because, like, last Christmas, my buddy Sean made homemade pickles, right? And I was like, I, he made some with habaneros. And I'm like, I'm not eating those. And then you fast forward, and it's like, all right, give me one. And it's like, let's just do a shot of the juice. Or, like, uh, like our buddy Barnes was over last year on New Year's Day, and he brought, like, some really spicy stuff. And I was like, ah, keep that away from me. And then, you know, have a few beers. And it's like, I'll try a little taste. And it's like, this is delicious. The next morning, I was just like, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah and you kind of forget about it until you make your way to the bathroom too at least i know i do oh yeah because going down it still tastes good but uh yeah yeah all right let me ask you this do you find you know this is like a, a sex thing but i uh between the sexes i feel like women handle spice much better than men do wow i actually have no idea I've, i don't think i've ever encountered that matt you got any insight uh, certainly uh in my life i have but i just don't like spicy food so i'm gonna have a like biased perspective i haven't historically these days i it's come around i've come around on it like i don't like jalapeno flavors but like there's other forms of spice that i'm like oh yeah that that works that's nice and uh yeah no but, but I, women we're talking about women the women yeah, in your life are i'm spice. saying i've dated Every girl I've dated liked spicy food, and I haven't. So, Ooh. yeah, uh, I've seen it. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like any girl I've ever dated, and we got Thai food. It was like, like I'll take like a zero or a one, and they're always like three or four. But yeah, you don't like hot food, right? Like historically, right. you're like me. So that's why I was saying, like, I don't know, is our, are our perspectives just painted? But between both of us. We've dated a 
few girls. Like, we just, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, you, I've never met a girl that's like one of us. Like, ah, I can't. You know, yeah. it hurts. It hurts the next day. They're always like, "No, I like spicy food." I mean, how even even when I go out, you know, like uh, with Taryn, sometimes we'll like we'll get like get something. Like for instance, the last time Taryn and I went out and got dinner, there was stuffed jalapenos, and I was like, Taryn, she ate a, she ate one. And she goes, "You're okay. You can take it." <laughs> <laughs> She's the canary in the coal mine. She is. I'm just like, it sounds good, but like I got to be careful, man. <laughs> so, all right, real quick. The best is our buddy, the mayor. Me and him are at this Mexican place, right? And the bartender's cute, whatever. And she's like, "What do you guys want?" So he's like, just, you know, what do you drink? And she's like, oh, I like this drink. It's made with this pepper and this and that. So he orders it. I order like a beer and a tequila. And then we got guacamole. And he's eating the guacamole. And he's like, it's too spicy. And he keeps drinking the drink. And finally, the girl's like, the, the drink is spicy, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not the guac. That's fine. That's a classic, <laughs> man. Right? But he keeps watching it down. And it's like, you're, you're, you're making it worse by trying to drink, drink it away. <laughs> dude, I love stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's talk uh, a little bit. 2021, you're back to basics. Just some thoughts, year in review, because frankly, 2021 was not quite the year I, I expected. I thought we would, I mean, hell, we're still wearing masks indoors and stuff. I'm like, I, I thought we were going to be kind of past everything. Me too. Oh, man. What, year in review? Jesus. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I've noticed a trend on the podcast of us making grandiose predictions for the year that's to come, which I'm going to stick with this year because I feel like it's good to be an optimist. But, you know, 2021 in retrospect, oh man, you know, I thought I was going to really grab the year by the horns and instead I think it grabbed me. Um, I, uh, <laughs> Dude, that's know. okay. I think it grabbed a lot of money, a lot of people. Like we all thought we were going to, I mean, we thought it was just going to be like a steer. We were just going to wrestle it down at a rodeo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead, it was a stampede and we got trampled. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, turns out we're the clowns. I feel like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, dude. One of the guys who was living with me in Austin at that nursing home thing uh, was auditioning to be a rodeo clown. He'd never spent any time around any livestock. And he's like, yeah, but it pays $600 a night. I'm like, there's a reason, man. Um, <laughs> so he's going to have yeah. a tough 2022. But uh, 2021, you know, I feel like I learned a lot. That's the, the upside. Um, learned like a couple of new technologies and I don't know, learned a lot about Austin, met some cool people. But yeah, definitely not the year I was hoping for. I, I, I kind of knew about halfway through that this year was just going to sort of be building foundational blocks for next year. So I do feel like I'm at a nice place to transition into a great year next year. And I, I feel kind of the same way about, about Matt's situation. Like he was laying the, the foundations for what's going to be an awesome year. So yeah, you know, it, it was a rebuilding year, I would say in football parlance, it was a rebuild year. Yeah. And I mean, right. 20 and granted, it was much better than 2020. 2020 was ridiculous. Garbage. Yeah, there's just certain things where I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Knocked, yeah. Knocked, knocked a lot of people. I mean, I could speak for myself. Like, all right, all right. There was some, there were some things Sarah wasn't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like, uh, you know, if you were to look back at all the years of your life and like title them with big events, you're like, this is the year I graduated high school. This is the year I, you know, started my first job, whatever. Like, I don't know that I have a great title for 2021. It's like, yeah, it was just kind of like a watered down version of 2020, which was not that good of a year. So we're, we're over two. <laughs> Matt, you know, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> on a whole, the the year was a little rough in some ways. Um, you know, I had most of the year. I was like, <clears throat> "How is this back to basics stuff gonna work?" Uh, <laughs> I just didn't feel. I was. I most of the year, I was still like, "What the f is going on?" and <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, I found myself a nice job down here training people in person uh, again in a gym. And, you know, 
over the course of the year, like looking back, I can write a story of like, oh man, back to basics. Like I took a life-changing anatomy course that like changed the way I think about the human body and what I know and how I work with people about it. And like bringing that to in-person training with people that I'm meeting for the first time. And it's like really simple stuff about breathing and pelvic positioning and all this sorts of stuff like is, has served me really well. And it was a very basic, like, I'm studying anatomy. You you think you learn enough about anatomy, like right when you sign up as a trainer and like it was first couple chapters of my personal trainer manual with ACE. And then I was like, well, back to basics, but yeah, just training people in person and like, you know, working with people that are new clients has been like, we're back to basics. Like figure out your glute bridge situation, learn how to do a bird dog. Like we'll talk about squats in 2022, like, <laughs> you know, and so <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really come to fruition these last couple months. But uh, yeah, it was a wild year on the whole. I was definitely, yeah, trying to just like roll with some punches for a while there, and then just yeah, made a move. Dude, man, and also just from the outside looking in, so I, I feel like maybe you don't have perspective on yourself, but you were also doing like those early morning cold plunges, which I thought was pretty baller. You were taking classes, like you ended up getting the sick job, like in kind of like a roundabout way and like moving to an area that you'd wanted to live in. So like, I feel like that was a, a success of a year from the outside looking in, man. I feel like you crushed it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I cold called a really nice place at the, in, in like the middle of October and you know, they, uh, yeah, they invited me in to chat the next day and squared myself an interview with HR and yeah, it's been a wild ride ever since. So it's, it's a life-changing year for sure. And, you know, this feels like a really, really start of a really cool chapter for me. And so, uh, yeah, I'm super stoked and it's definitely how I always remember 2021. Um, you know, but as we just like, so there is, it was certainly still a wild year and like, I don't know what's going to happen in 2022 either. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. still holding on. <laughs> but that said, there was a lot of stuff this year that was so much better, right? Like, I mean, hell, I'll, I'll take the, the super hot weekend we had this summer between like going to like a fun party the day before and then chilling at the lake house on that Sunday, like that lake house Sunday, that was a great freaking day. Yeah. And like your boy was hurting. I was sunburned for my right arm was sunburned, hanging out of white lightning. Like when I paid for it, but I was like, that was a great day and a great weekend. And like, we got back to some stuff, right? Like I've been yeah. to sporting events, like. We, yep. You know, we had Camp Cash Bash and, yeah. you know, Seeing I Lamb saw God at White River with, with Hatebreed was like, that was such an awesome, you know, just going back to a few concerts was still like so amazing after the time off. Like, oh, totally, dude. Gorgon City Live just melted Ludacris. my face. Wait, Ted, what about you for Back to Basics? <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny, kind of, like, I, like I got back to like pre pandemic basics, but it was still tough to get like, or I got back to like, <clears throat> basically I'm just thinking about like workouts and stuff. Like I got back down to where I was, but like, man, it's, it's far from where 2019 was trending. Like all I, all I was worried about in 2019 was trying to do a pull up this year. It's been like a struggle to just stay consistent. I feel like as consistent as I was, but also, you know, there was some basic stuff. Like it was really fun benching again. I just haven't flat benched in forever. And then, yeah. and then like I'm saying, like, it was nice to get back to those parties and like physically see people. I, I like, this will sound petty. I think one, and, oh, and playing soccer again, right? Like that was great. Like you and Rowan came out one weekend and saw me, like, it was fun to like, be like active with other people again, instead of just trying to like get in a workout. And then, yeah. uh, you know, I just had another thought there, but no, I mean, it, it was still a struggle. And part of it is like, look, it, I'm not saying one way or the other, it's just frustration. I'm just like, I cannot believe we're still even looking at the news today. I'm like, like the Rams had to close their facility for COVID. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I, I thought we were moving past all this. <laughs> yeah. Omicron baby. Yeah. One of the, the only other thing, uh, I want to give a shout out. I forgot at the beginning of the year, um, I used the popcorn money from last year to pay off the rest of my student debt. So that felt pretty good. Nice to be cruising and finally out from under that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's like I'm saying, 20, it just, I was just sitting here before you guys hopped on. And I was like, you know what? Let me ask the boys what they thought. Like, it wasn't, I mean, again, it's just different than I thought it was going to be. It's like last year, it's like, oh, we're back to basics. We're doing this, we're doing that. And then it was like, ah, we're, we're getting there. We're inching along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, actually, it's a whole new paradigm. Yeah, totally. I know. I, yeah, I'm interested to see if next year is like still kind of pandemic y or if like at some point we get past it. I'm expecting the former. I have no idea. I will no say ideas. that. Oh, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> What's petty, and I hate bringing this up, but I think one of the weirdest conversations that I had with so many people over the summer and like in soccer is like, well, what have you been up to? How are things? And finally, I was just like, well, how the f do you think they are, man? Like, I yeah. spent the whole last year and a half inside the house. <laughs> like, How dare you? <laughs> like, like, I get its normal run of conversation, but I'm just like, after a while, I was like, let's, I think I, you know, a couple people that I'm actually like friends, friends. I was just like, let's just not act like, like there, there's no right answer to this. You know, like Dude. we're alive. Like yeah. <laughs> we got jobs, like, like all that's good. But like, other than that, like, yeah, we were all locked inside for a year. Like we, we kind of all had the same experience. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Yeah, I think that's the other thing, too, is that, it, you know, uh, that's one thing. I just, you know, I, I wish people still had that kind of, like, look, it sucks for everybody. I, you know, like, it's not individual. It's not against one person or another. Like, look, we're, we're like it or not, we're still in this together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we kind of got away from that. Um, tough. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, let's take a break there. Uh, episode number 69. 69. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break here. We'll come back. We'll get some emails. <laughs> Damn it. All right. All right, let's just oh. get going. We're rolling I now. Song. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Too much. Uh, all right, welcome back to episode number 69. Yeah, 69. certified freaks only. <laughs> certified freak, man, I'm certified. Yeah. We also want to know where you got your certification and is it valid in this state? <laughs> <laughs> She's certified. Right. Who, who certified her? USDA Prime Choice Certified Freak. <laughs> i mean look all right we'll get to emails in a second but that's a tough call it's like listen it's let's say this it's eight o'clock it's 8 p.m on a on a friday i could take you to a steakhouse get you the finest quality usda certified beef it's all free you don't know what she looks like the other option is or i can provide you with a certified freak <laughs> <laughs> and you guys can snort drugs off each other's genitals yeah um <laughs> i mean i don't know steaks are good but like i don't know what this freak looks like maybe i want this freakiness and we don't know what she's into dude the thing about freaks i feel like or like you were saying that um how do i put this in the in the break you were saying that some people have uh, advertised themselves as freaky and then when you say something freaky all of a sudden it's weird and uh, what I feel like is it's kind of like a game of chicken. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to break character first? And, like, if you go too far, then all of a sudden it's weird for the other person. But it's, it's like you're almost, like, daring each other to go deeper into that that dark hole. You know what I mean? But then, like, if they go too far, you're freaked out. You're like, whoa, I didn't – I mean, Jesus, where did, where did you learn that? <laughs> you know? Well, it also depends on what your definition of freaky is. Exactly, and what their definition of freaky is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we got to we got to we got to lay down the ground rules in 2022. Certified freak means this is open, that's open. <laughs> all, right, yeah. all right. All right, real quick. You ever had when you tried to be super freaky and it didn't work out well? Many times. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was like, "Yeah, I'm really into this." And then she was like, "I I don't think you are." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like you get a cramp or something and you're just like, "God, like not now, please. Jesus." <laughs> oh i mean who was charlie what did he do to that horse <laughs> yeah, yeah this looked a lot easier on the internet <laughs> right like she like i need to go back to yoga if we're gonna pull this off yeah exactly what's up man? speaking of yoga i did uh 
been beginning a pandemic, I did a lot of yoga with Ari Shafir on YouTube, and he would say that shower stuff was was always difficult, but I never found that to be the case. I think it's because there's a big height difference. I don't know if like short dudes have an easier time, you know, in the shower, but that was that was a fun thing that like I had heard it was gonna be difficult from him. And then I was like, You're wrong, Ari. I, yeah, I would say the one thing is water is not a lubricant. That, probably the that's most, probably the greatest lesson I learned from my older brother about those types of things is that water is not a lubricant. We had a hot tub growing up. It was great advice. I use it to this day. Ted? I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like you're wet in the shower, but it's not a lubricant. And then the hot tub just dries things out. It, I mean, if you got a bottle of lube and she's cool, like whatever. But like, but it's like, oh, the hot tub, it's sexy, this and that. It's like, yeah, it can be. It also can just be a spa, but like, you sure you want to do that on the side of a hot tub? Like, you, you go, like, I don't know. You got to, you got to, fresh water is an aphrodisiac. It's a mood setter. It's yeah. not the yeah. spot. All right, hear me out. You ever stay in a trashy hotel room that has a jetted tub? I mean, that's just clean water, no chlorine. That's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad call. I think, uh, Whoever, what urologists treating UTIs, I mean, hot tubs are keeping them in business for sure. <laughs> right? I don't know, boys. It's getting a little yeasty in here. See, that's how you know. That's how you know we've transitioned out of our 20s. It's like all of us are like hot tub. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, man. No. Nah. It's like the guy who drinks a glass of water in between beers at the bar. Like, he just knows better at this point and can't fully enjoy it. Well, all right. So here's the deal, too. Sometimes with the hot tub, like, yeah, if you're hanging with a girl, it can be sexy, but like, God, we, I mean, this is how this started. We used to have hot tub Tuesday. and like, that was just two guys that like to hang out in hot tubs. Yeah, still true. I mean, minus the one time that in the, so in the spa where that one girl was just killing me. Oh my God. She was like practically buck naked, that bathing suit. Yeah, that was insane. Like we right. couldn't even look at each other. And we would have started laughing. Yeah. Right. I remember the other time we found the, like the heroin addict in the, in the sauna. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but for those, baby. here's the quick version. Hot tub Tuesday. Cobb and I had a routine. We hot tub, swim in the pool, sit in the dry spa, sauna or right. Or right. It's a sauna if it's dry, not a steam room. And yeah. then one night there's just these, this one girl, just ridiculous body, probably fake boobs. And she's just like talking and like rubbing herself down and this and that. And like, I'm in the corner. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I'm probably was a little too excited, but like, I, I had like my leg up and was like, I cannot, I cannot look over again. Like I'm not going to get out of here. Yeah. Ridiculous body, like underscored and bolded ridiculous body. <laughs> yeah. And she, I, what was she doing? Was she just wiping the sweat off or something? Like, I don't know why she kept rubbing herself. I mean, to this day, I'm like, was she just messing with us? Like, yeah. Or was she, like, that's the thing. You also, I, I feel like I, okay. We talk about sometimes about lifetime stats. Like when you die, if you get to see your lifetime stats, I'm like, what if she was trying to make a move on us? Like, what, if, what about if you saw all the opportunities missed? Like that would be a brutal lifetime stat. Oh yeah. Like, she's just I, like, oh, I just saw this movie and this thing happens to this girl in like a sauna and there's two guys in here. Like, you know, who knows, man? We could have been closer together, Ted. <laughs> I'll London bridge you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> episode 69, baby. <laughs> episode 69. It's getting loose. It's the Christmas episode and the sex episode. <laughs> God, I hope this isn't the one your mom chooses to listen to this year. Oh, Christ. I, she won't. Chris, I'll get, a, I'll get a text from Chris and Will now. <laughs> All right, Cobb, you got some emails. <laughs> Chris, I know your brother's family, but he's got desires like everyone else. I'm um, still just a man, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right, remains disposals. We were talking about um, what you want done with your remains after you die. To the greatest podcast in all the land. All this the is a very, very timely topic to me. I lost my older brother to a motorcycle accident three weeks ago. And before that, I never thought about what I'd want. Uh, sorry to hear that. Um, our, our mom said very, very quickly said that uh, we were going to have him cremated and spread on a motorcycle ride because that's what he'd want. 
fair enough. So thinking now of what I'd want, I'm thinking of putting outrageous stipulations in my will and the winner will get my belongings, house, cards, etc. Example, lasso a live flamingo and eat it. Sorry for the long and most incoherent email. I've been drinking. P.S. I'm also a listener from the beginning and never emailed in. Just here to observe. Cheers, boys. From Chatty Daddy, a.k.a. Carlos. Oh, nice. Carlos, sorry for your loss, but that's a great email. Dude, yeah. that is. Yeah, thank you for emailing. My favorite ones are always the people who are like, hey, yeah, I've listened to you guys for like a hundred hours and never said a, a word. <laughs> did you guys see what the guy in Ireland did late, or recently? Did he lasso a flamingo? No, but he had a pre-recorded message that somebody like put in either on top of the coffin or in the coffin with them. So it's like bagpipes start playing. And then it's that dude. And he's like, oh, all right. Well, you know, I guess I'm dead. And he's just like chopping it up. Like, and like the wife, you can tell is like struggling a little bit, but everybody's dying. Then she starts laughing. I was like, man, that's, that's really funny. And like, I, I don't know. It's, it just, you could tell those people, it's like, it's funny, number one, but also like, oh yeah, that's still his voice. Like he's still there with you. And you know, people pass, they're still with you. Yeah, that's awesome. Wait, did he say, let me out? I'm trying to find the book, the uh, video. It was something like that. Like he's down there and he's like, no, I'm down here. Like at, me and Mike were watching it today. It was pretty damn funny. And I was like, good for that guy. That, that's, that's thinking a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. God, now I feel like I want to record a death message. No, not on that internet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did it cut out again? Sorry, boys. It was just funny. It was like, Russich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Two weeks ago, Cobb read an email from a listener referencing Garth Brooks and Closure. I laughed so hard because I think he was paying homage to your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura, my second favorite show. For my remains, sprinkle them on the ranch in LaGrange, Wyoming. My heart and soul have always belonged there, but for various reasons, I've never moved back. It's beautiful, barren, quiet, and a great place to rest for all of eternity. Anyway, just wanted to drop in and tell you that uh, you guys have made me laugh for years through tough, dark days, and all I wanted to do was cry. Thank you for being great friends that I just haven't met yet. Emily from Bonnie Lake. Oh, nice. All right, Emily, we'll see you down at the BLT. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. All right. Uh, I, would, I would be oh. remiss if I didn't mention that we're getting emails from people that have been with us from day one. Uh, big birthday today. Our buddy, Michelle. It's her birthday. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Happy birthday, Michelle. Happy yeah. birthday, can we, get, Michelle. can we get one for you? U.S. Egg. U.S. Egg. U.S. Egg. That's awesome, boys. Uh, keeping it simple. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Stevie, the Packers fan. Oh, yeah. What's up, Stevie? Stevie, I mean, Stevie's always been at the events. <laughs> you know, if we can. Last, last year, I was like, back to basics, we're having an event. That didn't go so hot. But next year, we'll see everybody in person. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. It's like, I want to, but I also don't want a lawsuit. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh I was actually talking about what I would do with my dead body if I had unlimited money just the other day. So this cop topic was well-timed. I would have it mummified and buried either encased or just somewhere really dry so people could dig it up someday. We get a lot of neat archaeological information from corpses. I would probably also include a fired clay tablet pretending that I was way more awesome than I was. Next bit is an observation on hate mail guy. So skip it if you want. Uh, also I find it kind of ironic how people complain about canceling all the time, but then they'll go and send an email telling you how they'll boycott you and everything adjacent to you for having an opinion. They don't like anyway, love the podcast and look forward to another year and hopefully way more. Cheers, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Uh, I agree hundred percent. Also, it is not real. <laughs> Everybody's like, Oh, this person's getting canceled again. Aaron Rodgers was worried about it. Pay me $20 million. Cancel me. Or uh, like, we're fine. Everybody's like, you guys are making millions and millions of dollars. Like, oh, they're going to cancel me. Like, okay. I, I would be canceled for $20 million in a second. Yeah, that's $400,000 a week, every week for an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw an article today. It was like, here's why people don't actually get canceled. It's like, yeah, Mel Gibson would have been done years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, makes people money like you'll be okay yeah totally 
But you know who you know who was effectively canceled? Actually, I will say, and I'm happy to see it. Or, well, I guess I shouldn't give an opinion. Uh, it does whatever, dude. This is an opinion based show. Uh, is um that guy uh, Milo Wyanopoulos? Now he's like on those like televangelical. He's like on the televangelist version of um the Home Shopping Network. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Again, I would, I would struggle to say he was canceled. I think, uh, I think he was just one of those people that everybody got sick of. Yeah, and you know, he the lost thing his is, base. Yeah. what's that? He lost his base too, right? Like he was trying to be a political person, this and that, and like he went so far one side, and then it's like, right, okay, but like he tried to flip it back the other way and be like, oh, I shouldn't have said this, and I shouldn't have said that. So now you're in no man's land, like. Everybody that you pissed off doesn't like you. The people that all agreed with you don't like you as you changed your mind. So again, like, I, I don't know that I would say he got canceled as much as like, he just lost his fan base. Congratulations. You played yourself. Played yourself. <laughs> Greetings to the greatest podcast in all of the land. All, all of the land. land. Oh, I'm sorry, Bart. I, I actually messed that up. I see what you were trying to do with the wait for it thing. I, I, I'm not a great reader. Um, talking about what to do after death. This Wait, is did he write in there? Wait for it. He wrote in greetings to the greatest podcast. Wait for it. In all the land. <laughs> all the land. <laughs> I just didn't understand what he was trying to do. Uh, talking about what to do after death. This has come up significantly in the last year uh, because of my father-in-law. My wife's known since we were in our early 20s that her dad has had memory issues, but he refused to go get them diagnosed at any point. Finally, nearly 20 years on, uh, his new wife uh, convinced, Reed forced uh, him to get checked out. Turns out he has uh, Lewy body dementia and he's very, uh, very far along. If you've never heard of LBD, then your life is better off, but here's a link describing it. But in a nutshell, his brain's going to forget how to breathe in the middle of the night, and that's how he's going to end up passing. More than likely within the next six months, but realistically not more than a year and a half. We've been attempting to get him into proper care facility, but unfortunately, even though he's a veteran, uh, since he wasn't a combat veteran, they won't pay for more than $500 a month. Insert Ted's line about veterans versus soldiers. Uh, but part of the thing we've been having to deal with is his burial plans. Um, and that's the only way uh, we can get him any further help. Long story. Uh, for my wife's dad's life, he's been talking about wanting to be cremated, but now with his brain not anywhere near peak performance, he's changing his mind to wanting to be buried whole, which obviously puts a larger financial burden on his wife. So it's tough to, stay with, it's tough to say whether we should go with his current wish or what he was talking about for the first 64 years of his life. Um, his mental state's about 75% aware of reality, and 25% of the time, maybe he's got a 10% grasp on reality. Um, Obviously, I can go into depth, but, you know, I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, as to what I've told my wife for body disposal, at some point when we figure out a piece of land that we're going to live on, more than likely the rest of our lives, I'm going to rent a buddy's excavator, dig me a dig a me-sized hole, and when I die, kick my ass in there, and if somebody's got spare time, push some dirt over me. I have no reason to be a burden on anybody else in life or death. I'd much rather, if someone's going to bother spending money on my body, uh, is a useless flesh bag. It's being spent on a party. Uh, obviously not on a Saturday in the fall. Sorry to bring down the 69th at home episode. Any plans to get back in the studio whenever y'all are in Seattle? Cheers, bitches. Bart in Bellingham. That's pretty good. And, and that's tough, man. Like death is hard enough, but watching somebody kind of lose their facilities, faculties, faculties. Yeah, that's, that's tough to watch, man. It's like Alzheimer's is such a terrible disease and stuff because it's like the person's still there, but mentally they're not. Yeah. And Bart, I can relate. I just went to a military funeral over the weekend. And uh, I think they, they set that stuff up down at, um, oh, shoot, what's that? Like Mount Tahoma. And they take care of a lot of the arrangements. So you should look look into that. But um, the reason I can relate is I asked my dad this question and he just said, put me in a coffee tin and throw me in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> you should get him one of those lighters, cop. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I, it is kind of funny i feel like almost every, like i know a lot of people and everybody's the same way like yeah i don't care man it's over like have a have a celebration of life like do the thing cry for 15 minutes then go party just toss me yeah i know i think everyone's just like i just like most men i feel like especially irish men are like i just don't want to be a burden you know like just whatever you do like just don't waste too much time or effort or money on me 
Yeah. And I think it's always easier for us to say is like healthy living people, like just do that. I think it's tougher when you've got to put somebody, when you've got to bury somebody, it's just your natural instinct to be like, get them, get them the best coffin. I don't care. Like they're, they're going out right. Yeah. Honestly, having just watched like the military funeral with the whole gun salute and everything, it does underscore like, you know, how you kind of need to take them out the right way. Like there's, it's a, it's one of those things that's like philosophy versus life, you know? Yeah. That's a good call. All right, Kyle, we got one more. Is that five? No, that's five. All right. Well, speaking of death, let's check in with what's maddening. (laughs) Sorry, Matt. I didn't have a good transition there. It's kind of a heavy one. No, I mean, it's fine. I mean, yeah. People die down here. Well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we got we got jokes about it. When you, when you, when you hear the ambulance, you go, oh, golf cart for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 69 is getting wild. We're the certified freaks. <laughs> so, it's a fun line when you're out on the course. Dudes, okay. This is a wild. I was I played uh, some golf here at the at the club with our former club champion, um, and he was uh, was kind of an Uncle Rico about it from the first hole, and I just ate it up, just fed him right at softballs all over the plate the entire round, and I had a blast with this guy, and nice. now he loves me. He's a <laughs> yeah. That's I mean that's good. That's good work. Yeah, you hit up those mountains. I heard there's another awesome. course on the other What's side man? of the mountain. Back in his day, he could have caught it. What's I'm man? sure of it. Uh, before we get to what's happening. <laughs> hey, what's good? What's yeah, my favorite line. He's won the club championship a few times, and so he was. But now he's a little older. He's talking about his games declining and. He wish sometimes he wishes he never got as good as he was because it's just so tough. Oh, <laughs> yep. the scorecards go up. I wish I hadn't had a perfect physical physique to just and watch then, my part like this. <laughs> but then Cobb, but then he goes and he looks at his trophy case and he, he pops some sense into his head and realizes it was totally worth it. Oh my god. He said that? He said that. Yes. And that was after the round at lunch. But I mean, I had to work to get to that just gem of a line about. <laughs> <laughs> then I look at the trophies and realize it was totally worth it. <laughs> Did you realize if you ever beat this guy, he's going to be devastated? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was it was a blast. You know, he was just out there ripping marb reds the whole time. Oh, I, I love it. Really? Nice. Old school. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So, uh, had a very fun round. Um, you know, got another one in on the weekend uh, with my dad and Tyler. There's a little bit more low key, <laughs> relaxing, <laughs> but also fun. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of good days. Work's going great. I'm loving it. Um, and so, there's this, I think I've talked about them on the cast before. There's this brand of pre rolls. That are like cavi cones used to be. They're dipped and then they're rolled in keef. And they're called Jeters. And they just had a special limited edition three-pack from Dwayne Wade that is coinciding with his new book. That was like, there's a hundred of them. That It's a very limited edition. But I managed to snag one of those um, from them. So that was a very cool collaboration that, you know... I just want to support my local weed scene and, you know, I love limited edition stuff. And so it was, you know, a great little Christmas gift to myself that I picked up last night. Yeah. I was going to say, is that like, is that like getting a fancy bottle of liquor? Like, do you smoke it or do you hold on to it and wait till like Christmas? So it has 15 J's. Oh, yeah. They all have little acrylic tips. I mean, they're baller, like little acrylic tips. Um, and there's an indica sativa and a hybrid. And um, so each one's a five pack. 
and they so there's 15 and then we looked and it's the 12 days of christmas so we'll smoke one every day leading up and then we'll smoke one of each flavor on christmas it's like an advent calendar yeah all right we didn't plan that out we just that was after we bought it and then we smoked one last night and we did some math and uh yeah it tastes great this is a mo mojito like mojito and gelato combined Dude, imagine one of those little advent calendars with the chocolates, except it's little, um, uh, like little buds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's someone needs to get on that. It's got to be out there by now, right? Somewhere yeah. in Washington, California, Oregon, Colorado, like somebody's got to be making this. You guys can have that one for free. All I want is it to be called the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I think the 12 days of Christmas are between Christmas Day and the Epiphany. Ted, oh. we didn't all go to Catholic school. Actually, I guess I did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Nothing makes sense down here. The whole thing is like on a diagonal grid. There's no like north, west, south. It's very disorienting. So I keep calling it Crazy Town because we saw Crazy Town at the 420 Bank that one time. And uh, yeah. We're we're using it as a twelve days countdown with the juniors. Right. It's it's going. It's working real well. We're having having a lot of fun making our own rules. And I, yeah, I don't know what the the Christmas plans will be in store, but yeah, life comes at you fast down here, and it's a lot of fun. So that's <laughs> that's been my week. I mean, to me, I think the Christmas plan is just whatever food you're going to have on Christmas Day. You get it all set up after breakfast, and then boom. Just start chiefing. So <laughs> that's a great plan. So last year, I almost forgot. Sorry, I almost forgot. I joined the club, Matt. What? What club? You got well, it today. It's episode 69, but uh, I got an air fryer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did, okay. When did you get this? Like I got before? it on Sunday. I was driving back with uh, my buddy Sean, and he was like, "Dude, I just got to pop into Costco. They got these like good air fryers on sale for fifty bucks." Then we were in there. It was post Seahawks game, so I was feeling all right, and I was like, "You know what? Screw it. Merry Christmas to yourself, Ted, <laughs> <laughs> and a happy awesome. birthday." <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean it? I'm looking at it over top of my computer. It's still just sitting in the box, but like it's going to get some use over the holidays. Okay, so this is a, a little post Seahawks game fun uh, impulse buy sort of situation. Definitely an impulse buy, but you know, you're in Costco. They're handing out free chocolates from Lindor's, and I was I was all fired up. I was like, I'm getting one too, man. Like I don't have the cabinet space for it, but I'm going to keep the box and kind of put it in the corner. And then when I want it, it goes on top of the stove. Let's, let's, get, let's get it going. Love it. I, we love our air fry. What's, what's your, uh, what's the first thing you're going to make in it? Oh, chicken wings. Okay. okay. <laughs> you want to know a thing? I've never made chicken wings in any of my air fryers over the years. <laughs> Cause well, I have my method. I can't I mess with wings. my method. I don't, well, Barnsey makes them sometimes for me in the, in the air fryer and they're delicious. That's really what sold me. I was like, all right, I got to get one. But I'm awesome. looking forward, you know, after the holidays to just like, people were like, dude, you can cook anything in there, like veggies, fish, like steaks. I'm like, all right, this might just be what I use now. It's a, yeah, it's very versatile. I think you get a lot of use out of it and they're right. You can like, we, that's a question between Tyler and I a lot. Like, can we put that in the air fryer? Like, course we can just like how are we going to put it in the air fryer like what temp and for how many minutes let's see let's I, I know it'll fry how yeah, long do we cook it we're gonna guess and keep an eye on it <laughs> air frying 101 <laughs> oh man all right well i guess it's about that time Cop topic. Cop topic. All right. So I'm. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that the uh, the podcast is very accepting when it comes to alternative lifestyles, alternative wh whatever you're into. We're down with basically. Uh, but um, so this this topic might be a little sensitive to some people, but I'm actually kind of interested. So 
Um, it's no, will come as no surprise to most people. Um, I work down at uh, Pike Place Market and uh, we work kind of down in the ruthless underbelly of the market, but occasionally I'll pop up on the, uh, the top section and we get a lot of different tourists and conventions and things like that going on up there. And um, so I was walking through and I saw somebody in like a fox suit and then I saw another one and then another one and then like 15 people in these big fur suits. And uh, I was with a guy I work with and he was like, what's going on? I was like, oh, these are furries. We had them at one point rent out the uh, hookah lounge that I used to run on Capitol Hill. And they rented out the VIP after Comic-Con and they were awesome people, really sweet. And honestly, probably the best guests we've ever had. So I was like, you know, like reserve your judgment. I was like, these people are actually awesome. And he was like, well, what's this all about? I was like, well, their kink is that they like to dress up in fursuits and have sex with each other. And that blew his mind. And so um, basically, uh, cop topic this week, since it is episode 69, I thought I'd keep it topical, is what's a kink that you just don't understand? It's not that you're hating on it or loving it or whatever, but like, what's one that you just don't understand? Feel free to email us, email the uh, podcast.com or hit us up on the Twitter machine. And I'll give you guys a little bit more time because the other story I have is I was at teriyaki the other day and they were playing mukbang videos. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those, but it's like little Korean women eating huge amounts of food. And apparently that's like a huge category on YouTube. People are really into it. And I just don't understand. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, like I get swingers and like hooking up with other people and again, no judgment. I, but like just having other people hook up with your girl and you watch that one. I was always like, that's just not my thing. And yeah. like I furries like me because I'm a huge mascot guy. It's just not sexual for me. Like I just, I, I just like mascots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah. in like, yeah, in a platonic way. Yeah. Right. Like I'll go out to dinner with a mascot. I don't know how he's going to eat or what he's going to say, but like, I don't want to have sex with the dude. <laughs> Yeah. Or her. I don't know who's inside there. <laughs> Fear the turtle takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> right? <Ooh. laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about the infiltration of porn with all this like family stuff. And I just I've never understood that. But I've never had a sister either. And I certainly know a lot of hot girls who are someone's sister. So yeah, but I just, you know, that, that one always, I'm like, I don't need that. Uh, you know, and, but it's never something that has been a real thing in my life, you know, but yeah, that was all, you just get reminded of it quite regularly when you're just browsing around <laughs> that that is some people's thing. And can we stop? Like, I know it's porn and they're not stepbrother and stepsister, but sometimes like, look, she's very attractive. I want to watch this scene. But it's like, I don't want this weird buildup of like, this, like, I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, like, what's, what's it called? Like, can we just put on gonzo porn? Like, let's just watch them have sex. Our parents would be so angry, Ted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Will you two shut the fuck up in this scene? <laughs> well, Ted, they're struggling actors and actresses, you know? <laughs> right? Like, listen, they all know there's not a job. <laughs> right i mean we used to always watch bang bus it's like turns out most of those girls are just porn stars you haven't heard of yet <laughs> i know i love when like the the mystique gets revealed and guys are always shocked like just about almost anything in life but just yeah like they're like, what like that thing wasn't magic like no man it's it's all contrived i'm sorry how, how much volume are you guys using uh like output like when you watch it yeah oh Very how little. loud is it jesus <laughs> yeah when you watch porn, that, dude like, yeah thank you, you Ted. that was a at very all? bizarre oh. way to phrase that <laughs> like seminal volume like what are we doing here yeah right? thank that's you. just like well what, what have i been doing during the week if it's sunday <laughs> what have i been eating how have i been exercising what's my blood flow <laughs> how hot is she you know <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like, I mean, I prefer a little, I prefer a little volume. I mean, I, I, I think it was on this podcast. I was talking about like, ah, the window and it was like, just put in your headphones. I was like, that is a great idea. Okay. That's been working out well. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Right. You guys were like, just use your headphones. Like that's, that's good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Colin? Did we lose him? What? No, no, no. I'm sorry. What did you say? I think oh. I might have lost you for a second. Yeah, are you, are you watching porn with with volume? Is that like because I feel like, <laughs> um, you know, I would say first of all, I've tried to cut down on that stuff in general because I feel like it, you know, kind of tricks your brain and whatever. But okay, disclaimers aside, since we always say that, um, I would say maybe thirty percent of the time, a little bit of volume. Yeah. But I also try to keep it as not hardcore as possible because I feel like that just does like more damage. It's like drinking shots versus beers, you know? <laughs> Do you ever you ever find yourself watching porn? I'm just like, that looks attainable as opposed to like just watching ridiculous porn stars. Like sometimes <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna watch some of this like like amateur stuff that looks like a girl I actually could have sex with. Yeah. Dude. I'll say this. I feel like the thought that always goes through my head, like, yeah, because I do, I, I'm with you. I do mo- mostly what you just said, not professionals. And uh, I'm always just like, man, like these girls are so thirsty. They're like, I got to start approaching women. And then it's like, no, dude, they're not. This is just, a, this is the internet. And I'm like, God, they, they just seem like they really want it. Like they don't. <laughs> so it like tricks me every time I have that thought. <laughs> right. I mean, look, this is why half the world started delivering pizzas. yeah and going into the plumbing trade yeah right oh man all right so there we go uh episode 69 this will be our last one for the year we'll be back in uh what early january let's say uh merry christmas to everybody happy holidays happy new year's all that stuff uh you know it's holiday season like get everything done get the gifts get them you know get them to you need to and then other than that man Enjoy yourself. Maybe have a have a cocktail. Have a cookie on a Friday night. I don't know. Go Buck Wild. Yeah, go Buck Wild is right. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, man. All right, so there you go. There's uh, 2021, and uh, yeah, the podcast. We got it done. Don't I will say this. Who whatever happens next year, we got it locked in on Zoom. We'll be here. We can tell you that much. Oh yeah, we got your back, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, from CTP for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.